Listener warning. This podcast episode may contain verbal descriptions of violence, as well as expletives and profanity. The cast and crew recommend you apply or seek adult judgment before continuing. Only in death, the secret mission logs of Kill Team Atromitos. Episode 12, The Lord's Home PDF Base, Part 2 of 2. Welcome, loyal subjects of the Imperium, to another episode of Only in Death, the secret mission logs of Kill Team Atromatos. It's, uh, and suddenly I am just scrambling for my uh, notes. Here we are. I'll have to edit that down. Actually, stuff will go from the top again. Loyal subjects of the Imperium, welcome back to Only in Death, the secret mission logs of Kill Team Atromatos. I am Radio Rob, your Game Master. For these sessions where four friends and I create a science fiction action movie in the theatre of your mind. By playing Death Watch, a tabletop role-playing game in the Warhammer 40,000 roleplay line. Now, before we get back, stuck back in after something of uh, an explosive cliffhanger at the end of last session, let's go around the table very quickly and introduce our players, the four members of Kill Team Atromatos. So, starting the other way for once, Scott, how are you doing? I am good. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing all right since the last time we saw you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is technically about 15 minutes ago. For <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see what we have going on in this one. I've been eager to find out. Mm. And remind us, who are you playing in these sessions? I am playing Brother Matthias, and if I recall, Last time I went away from the base that we were left off at and decided to scope out something. And there are big things happening in the place that I left. So I'm wigged out for this one. I'm excited, though. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. Reb, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad, Chief. Can't complain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for people just tuning in, I play Gladius Aurelius, the Ultramarine Apothecary. Um, Spicy-handed, some may say. <laughs> uh, generally not very talkative, uh, although being burdened with command has forced him to talk a lot more than he usually does. But yeah, He's an Ultramarine. Look, just look, just understand that there is that the word ultra is in my name for a reason. What are you? Bloody. Well, he does carry a chainsaw, so I suppose that's pretty much inevitable. Um, hey, I carry a chainsaw. They're just much smaller. Yes, a surgical chainsaw, in fact. 
a, a, a tactical surgical chainsaw, yeah. <laughs> you know, for all those medical emergencies that require you to tear through armour. Mm, mm. Of which there are quite a few in this game. Uh, Kitch, how are you going, mate? I'm doing all right. And who do you play in these sessions for those who were just tuning in? Uh, for those just tuning in, I play Gideon Kamael, the uh, Dark Angel Devastator. Lovely. Big guy with a big gun. Sim, last but by no means least, and probably the tallest out of the bunch of us, but anyway. I'm so glad you went wrong way around this time, because I had just literally thrown a massive handful of Skittles into my face when you were halfway through your intro, and I'm like, oh crap, you're going to need me to talk now. So then there was a little bit of a of a rapidly chewing the Skittles moment, and then I'm like, oh, thank goodness, I can actually sort of have a bit of a relaxor while you go to everybody else. He caught me um, with that. I was eating a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the long pause. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have to leave that long pause in now. I just referenced it. <laughs> I was, was going to say, he's not a space wolf, though. Mm. Oh, come on. All right. It's, okay, so it's officially after midnight here in London, and so I think me and Rebo are likely to get the sillies. Yes. Um, <laughs> die very rapidly. So let's move on. I play Avalon, who is a very chatty quite uh, likeable, lovable, overexcitable young tinker from the Stormwarden Legion. Um, she has a love for all things machines and explosions. So I'm guessing this is going to be a brilliant session for me and my character. <laughs> he is hoping. All right, then. So to catch us up, if you are joining us for the first time, our four players are all space marines, the Emperor's finest genetically, biologically enhanced warriors in service to the Death Watch, a secret organization allied with the Imperial Inquisition that hunts down alien threats to the Imperium of Humanity, too great for the Inquisition to handle on its own and yet needing much more precision and... Uh, tactical surgery than a full space marine deployment would be able to bring to bear. They have been assigned to the planet Avalos where an Inquisitor has identified an infestation of the foul Xenos race known as Gene Stealers. Not only that, it would appear that a full-scale invasion by the Gene Stealers parent race, the vicious creatures known as Tyranids, is impending. In order to make sure that Avalos has the best chance it has against this invasion, the Space Marines must overcome the rebellion that has sprung up on the planet, presumably driven by the Gene Stealer infestation. They have already beaten back several forces of rebels in direct engagements and have saved a base of the Planetary Defense Force, basically the local garrison, uh, but have just discovered that the base itself is fraught with problems. There are troubles within the command structure, some uh, malcontent within the troops, and they have just happened upon what appears to be an explosive plot 
by a member of one of the officer ranks of the Planetary Defence Force uh, coming upon the barracks of the PDF just after the commanding officer gave the order to gear up and move out. They have found them surrounded by barrels of Prometheum, the explosive substance that is used to fuel vehicles and even uh, power some weapons in this dark future, clustered around the barracks and even the brig, and they have identified that one of the commanding officers is carrying a detonator. So... We pick up where we left off, which is right upon this shocking revelation, and uh, the officer in question has just stepped within one of the barracks buildings. Kill Team Atromatos, what are you doing? I'm going to kill the radio frequencies, except for the one that we're using for private box. Okay then. So, uh, do you have any pieces of equipment that will do as a jammer? Yeah, I got a tank and I got an arm, which is really clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. Um, How sharp of a shot is Gideon? Pretty sharp. With, with a fully automatic heavy bolter. Uh, <laughs> Could he poke very. holes in a person with a detonator? <laughs> Possibly. He does also carry a bolt pistol, which yeah. while it doesn't have as <coughs> fantastic a range as a heavy bolter, it um, is still sufficient at short ranges. But the, uh, the lieutenant is already inside the barracks. Mm. Bolt guns fire grenades. I mean, like, everything is effective when your munition explodes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, you and uh, you and Avalon are the only ones who have spotted it. Okay, if you're gonna yeah. let me see uh, the radio, I'm gonna put over hmm. the private box, detonator, 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 yeah. and then yeah. show them the visuals. Yeah, the um, the only problem is basically you would, uh, I think you had left, yeah, uh, you had left the Chimera out the front and then come back in the base, so in order to jam transmissions you would basically have to frantically leg it back there, and who knows what's going to happen in the intervening few seconds. Okay, no drama. I was hoping for a Jarvis or some sort of in-suit tech that would let me do that. Um... Not unless you... Uh, that is a good question. Being perhaps... I don't know how... From, how to, pardon me. I might have to throw this open to the group rather than charge frantically for the rulebook, but... Uh, is I'm checking the armory now. Familiar with... Because as far as I'm aware, basically, Tech Marine powered armor is largely identical to power armor in general, except stylistically, and also for the big manipulator it has on its back. And... Standard Astartes power armor doesn't really feature uh, technology that can jam communications, I don't believe. I'm going to double check. Oh, yeah, but if I can't, I'm spending points on figuring that out, let me tell you. Mm. Uh, yeah, you have a Vox link, which uh, is a standard Vox and a channel for any more sophisticated data transmissions the sooner it's where it can access. 
there's a biomonitor feed that can be transmitted. So basically, it it's a very fancy, pardon me, audiovisual and personal biodata transmitter. So it does all those wonderful life signs like the Colonial Marines had uh, transmitted back to the APC and aliens. So, you know, everyone knew immediately when people died. Um, but yeah, there's not really, um, as standard issue, a piece of technology that will out and out... Uh, uh, readings. Uh, as, far as, I'm, as far as I can see, no, there isn't a piece of technology that will out and out serve as a communications jammer or sort of spread white noise across all frequencies. Although, hilariously, you do have magnets in the bottom of your shoe, so if you want to kick her in the hand, you'll probably scramble something. <laughs> I might let someone with a little bit more combat skill and points than me try that, and I'm thinking mm -hmm. I might start yelling authoritatively at soldiers to pick up their gear and go and stand next to the tank away from all of these barrels of highly explosive what's name? Prometheum. If I recall, it was Gladius was right at the door. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm standing next to those bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> at the, at the, uh, yeah, before he goes in, um, mm. over, uh, squad comms, just private comms, uh, Gideon is just going to say, brothers, Just in order to get everyone's attention. No worries. Now, had Avalon already so basically a lot of said, child. pretty much said detonator, 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 and was trying to get everyone who had not already into the barracks as, um, as far back as possible. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so no worries. The alarm has been I, raised. Well, that's based on my perception role, my awareness role being twenty. Oh, that's um, right. Well, actually, so far, no. Uh, you noticed the explosives. Oh, well, hang on. Let's get back a second. Who actually had the better... Yeah, no. Uh, uh, I had Avalon, uh, you noticed the explosives. Gideon noticed the detonator and that Lieutenant Ford was carrying it. So, no, Avalon, you did not actually spot that. You just suddenly looked at the, bar the barrels of Prometheum and thought, hang on, that's all that they're there. And where they are is not good because they're suspiciously clustered around, uh, you know, uh, places where people gather. And then Gideon spotted the detonator because he got a bit higher on his perception roll. Gotcha. So, yeah, in that case, it is, yeah, it is uh, Gideon's call. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, quickly bark, brothers. I'll turn round and still not really have an idea what's going on. I'm going to, like, point at a tank of Promethean, hold up my hand, uh, like, with a closed fist with a thumb up, and then depress my thumb. Do I get to make another awareness roll? <laughs> um, pretty much, we will say... Give him a thumbs up back. <laughs> Could could we also get you pointing in the direction of wherever that detonator just walks, just as a third third little gesture? Yeah, there? yeah, I'll point inside the doors, like. <laughs> All right, um, 
so Gladius, pretty much getting the idea. Uh, if you, um, pardon me, uh, uh, look inside, uh, you see that this uh, PDF officer, neatly dressed with the shoulder bag and everything, uh, who passed you, went inside. Uh, she sort of turns around, uh, raises her hand, and... Can I see she's got a debt in AR? Um... Yeah, there is this moment, basically, you sort of realise, holy crap, she actually has a detonator in her hand. And, um... So, She Rob. has her thumb on it, on the actual switch. And you are guessing, considering that nothing in the heartbeat that goes past, nothing that goes par, nothing goes boom, that, um, it may be a dead man switch. Yeah. So, um... I'm going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. So my plan, how far away from me is she? Is she within like a short dashing range? Yes, she's basically, uh, it's basically only been a handful of seconds since she went in. So, uh, yeah, if you made a dash toward her, uh, you could potentially get to her. Whether or not it would be enough for her to release her thumb off the switch in the meantime, anybody's guess. Anybody's guess. So He's what I would like to do in your general direction at the moment. I want to say as soon as like, as soon as I, as soon as Gideon is confirms that like he has communicated the idea to Gladius, he's going to turn and just like facing any PDF who are still coming in, just like hold his arms out and then like indicate for them to run the other way, like wordlessly. Yeah. All right then. So my were... plan, Rob. Hmm? My, my my genius awful plan so what I would like to do is dash forwards grab her hand in my hand in the least romantic way possible like enclose my like my gauntlet over her hand that's holding the gutter that's holding the detonator mm-hmm. uh, and then with my other arm since I've got the uh, the mag uh, thingies on my pistols, just blow her arm off at the shoulder. So, like, I'm just standing... Ideally, I'll be standing there holding an arm, and there will be no explosions except the one that comes from my gun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. I am willing to spend a drama dice to have that get pulled off, because that is badass. (laughs) I have fate points. Okay. I have fate points. Alright then, so let me just have a quick look. I would say, Brother Gladius, that what we it's are going to be weapon skill. Here, um, or agility, maybe? I was actually thinking more agility. Uh, I'm okay with agility. Mm, you certainly are. Uh, Alright then, contortionist. I'm also just having a quick look at the agility skills. No, it definitely wouldn't be sleight of hand. Acrobatics. Uh, no I'm a spend of fate point to increase my dice pool by 10. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright then. Uh, spend your fate point and give me a straight agility roll, which is... So that's 54. Be... Yep. So 54 minus 1d100. Oh, I'm going to re-roll that. Ouch. I'm really going to re-roll that. 
Yes, please. <laughs> How many fate points do you have? Three. It's the start of the session. <laughs> For the listeners at home, he just rolled an 83, which mm. gave him a result of minus <laughs> 20. Oh, oh, my God. God. How right, many then. rerolls can you do? As many fate po- as many as you have fate points, but basically whatever your final roll is, it has to stick. Right. Well, it could be worse than thirty six, but fudge it. Let's go. There's a ten percent chance it'll be worse than thirty six, minus thirty six. <laughs> Sam, never tell me the odds because they will never work in my favour. Bated <laughs> breath. Oh! 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 My God! I got one. <laughs> there was one height, like literally, my margin for success is point one, <laughs> <laughs> which okay. means I don't fail. No, it certainly doesn't. All right then. So, uh, Gladius time... is clenching anus muscles that he has not used in some time. Mm, mm. Indeed, so time slows down as you basically lunge forward. Um, right as uh, the lieutenant looks up, spots you, and you see her thumb start to raise away from the button on top of the detonator, and right at that an instant, the clump, 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 the whole... Uh, armor, uh, The whole barracks, which is basically a big demountable... Um, building uh, shakes with your footfalls you see in your peripheral vision um, PDF troopers uh, lose their footing stumble out of the way you kind of bluntly shoulder charge a couple um, in your mad headlong drive and your hands clasp around the lieutenants uh, holding them in a vice-like grip, uh, pretty much enclosing, yeah, pretty much enclosing her hands except where her sort of wrists come out and, yeah, the, um, the detonator does not trigger. So, yeah, like I said, the arm comes up, the gun levitates off of his side and just take off her, take off her arm at the elbow. Okay. And just scream heresy. So basically, you are trying to get your bolt gun to levitate with the mag looks, but basically fire on its own. No, no, no. I'm, it, it's a free action for me to draw it, basically. So with which hand? Uh, the other hand. So I, I kind of envision that I'd grabbed it left-handed. Ah, okay. So um, you're going for a one-handed grab. All right. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing it with both hands. Sorry. I, ah, okay. You know when I said, like, grab it with one arm and then shoot with the other and then... Yeah, fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I guess as you are a space marine, you've got big bloody mitts. So, yeah, you're able to wrap your fingers around her hand and secure um, her thumb where it is. So, all right, give me now a weapon skill roll. Um uh, weapon skill, yeah, because it's close. Sorry, well, so. uh, well, technically, it's still a gun, I suppose. This is a brawl, uh, though. Does, like, does, this is yeah. justifiably pistols okay. are weapons, like right. in that regard. Give is your me weapon skill better because yeah, you are definitely God no. Because I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it does say in the rule specifically that it still counts as a ballistic. 
Oh, okay. I was basically going to say that. with a negative 10 anyway, because you are basically, yeah. Because I'm two-weapon fighting. Well, not exactly two-weapon fighting, but you are trying something particularly tricky. It is kind of a cult shot. Mm. You've just been bumped and jostled by a whole bunch of very surprised little PDF bunnies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean this is this is a split second desperate move. It's not like you've got two and a half or even you know uh, even a full five second round to sort of um, aim and go. You're yeah, you're uh, this is a complete desperation. So uh, all right, give me a ballistic skill uh, with negative ten. So you are rolling uh, forty. Oh god, the dice gods are not with me today. Okay. I don't lower arm off. <laughs> um, no, you basically aim with your bolt pistol, take the shot, it streaks. Um, just probably hits the floor, to be honest. Hmm? It probably hits the floor, to be honest. Like, I was aiming at her elbow, and I'm quite a bit taller than her, yeah. so it probably just explodes the floor behind her. Yes, that's a good point, yeah. Um even if it doesn't just go through the, through the prefab floor and into the room below. But oh, then again, it's a barracks, so there might be some armour on it. Uh, all right. But anyway, yes, you miss, and the um, uh, the bullet streaks into the floor, and you are left basically uh, grasping, the grasping the lieutenant in one hand with, a gun, um, uh, with your gun in the other. And um, you sort of... Uh, see her struggle and it looks as though she might be able to get the thumb free and then she stops moving and you notice that she's sort of looking over her shoulder over your shoulder at the uh, entrance to the barracks hopefully where Gadean has a massive bolt gun aimed at her like I'm not looking away I don't do that no worries um, I'm not. I'm not an action movie guy. Like <laughs> I'm a survivalist. I don't fall for that. Yeah. Um, okay. What does everyone else see? So uh, Avalon and Gideon have been basically uh, in the last couple of seconds, just frantically clearing the area, um, and they are perhaps too busy to notice that um, uh, a couple of troopers managed to get past them, and you hear. Uh, from behind you, Gladius, uh, Sergeant Tosh's voice say, Ford, what the hell is going on? And um, uh, you see uh, Ford sort of looks back at her and says, You can go. Leave. Your gear is ready. In the agreed place. Go as you planned. I'll be fine. And, she, and uh, Ford says, I saw those barrels. There are some over by the brig. You blow that, you're going to be taking it. You're going to be taking out McGilvray as well. That's not going to happen. And um, Ford looks back at her and says, "You're my friend. You're my friend. I don't want you. I don't want want this to happen to you. But the Lord, the Lord demands. The Lord demands. I might just this. punch her in the head at this point." Like, there's an awful lot of talking going on, a lot of not a, not a lot of penitence, <laughs> and this is some straight up heretical horseshit. All right, in that so, case, give me a straight up weapon skill roll, please. 
punch her face against the wall until it dies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Four degrees of failure. I, I'm going to go so this far as to say I that I'd probably let go of her at that point. This is why I had to step in last time, man. <laughs> oh, well, what a shame the weapon skill, the uh, close combat specialist decided to go off for a recce. Um, I'm a close okay. combat specialist. <laughs> it's not with a melee weapon. No, you're a, you're a close combat specialist with a scalpel. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um with that roll, yes, you do let her go, and she uh, Ford staggers back, detonator in hand, um, with this odd look, a look that seems familiar to you. It reminds you of the look that you saw on William's face. Not quite the same, though. Um, it looks as though perhaps whatever ha whatever... Uh, the Gene Steelers did with Lieutenant Ford. It hasn't quite stripped her of all her humanity uh, just yet. Um, yeah, I'll shoot her. Okay. Like, seriously, gunslinger man, shoot mm -hmm. the bitch. All right, then. Uh, I've been trying. I figured that you guys might want some, like, actions. Okay. Uh, Avalon? You are basically shooting into an enclosed space, so give me... No, 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 no. I'm not shooting. I'm a really terrible shot. Uh -huh. That's an awful idea. I am getting all of these people who are not necessarily innocent, I don't think, anymore, out of the way of these big barrels of kabooms. Ah, right. So that, when you, you, that was just a general recommendation rather than a, a specific statement of intent on your part. Yeah, mister, I've spent so many points on gunslinging. My stats are off the charts. Could, could be putting a bullet in this girl. And, and then we could be going. Would no, you look at my dice rolls, I couldn't. <laughs> well, yeah, but... We have a Devastator. 38. Like, okay, is Gedeon going to step in and do something? Yeah. I, uh, I, I was going to say, I will do this on my own, but, like, I don't want to be taking up the entire session with just me and a person who I can't fucking touch. Let <laughs> let the guy who can't fail handle this. I mean, no! I can I can shoot her, but I don't have like the dead man switch, right? I don't want that to go off. That is a problem. I guess I'm gonna try and grab it again. I think I like Gideon would be coming in at this point, um, probably just with a pistol out, and it doesn't in this mm. close of situation doesn't really make sense to have the heavy bolter hmm. um but um i think probably he would literally just like shove tosh out of the way like push her to the floor yeah all right then in that case give me a ballistic skill play check please gideon uh, i think uh, like you're basically, are you actually, are you just trying to shoot her or are you going to try and make a called shot for the hand with the detonator in it in the hope of destroying the entire damn thing? Um, work? Yeah, oh, do I know enough about detonators to know whether I can just shoot it and destroy it and not set it off? Hmm. 
That is a very good question. Uh, I don't have any tech use. Has anybody... Well, there's tech use, and then there is also demolitions. Did anybody bother to buy it to put any points in it at all? Literally, everyone looks at Avalon. Over the last few weeks? (laughs) It's definitely on my list, but I haven't yet. Okay. Um, All right. Unfortunately, in that case, no, I would say you do not know enough. So you would be you basically be chancing it. Um, I think probably I would. Um, I think I would take a half action to aim, mm-hmm. and then can I split it up like this? Like if I take a half action to aim and then delay my other half action until Gladys can get a hold of the detonator again. So if you're waiting in... Ah, okay. So basically, or do I have to, to take wait. the whole... Delay the whole turn? All right. Uh, you want to wait until uh, Gladius can get hold of the detonator and then try and just put a bullet take into the shot. Lieutenant yeah. Ford's brain. Um, okay. Let us have a quick look. Uh, An aim... To be fair, at this point, man, if I don't actually manage to grab her, she's just going to let it go. So... <laughs> Okay. Uh, the problem with an aim is that if you aim, uh, the shot has to be the very next action. And technically, if you delay, uh, your next action is the delay action. Okay. So just aim much, twice. Yeah. Like, genuinely, just aim twice at that point. Yeah, I'll take a full action to aim and uh, wait for Gladius to get a hold of the the detonator okay uh all right then gladius in that case give me an oh god (laughs) suspense is killing us possibly literally (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) oh oh boy um all right then uh that for those listening at home uh Rebel needed to get a 42 or less on a D100 roll, and he got a 79. So that is a a degree of failure of negative 3, or 3 degrees of failure, and... No more fate points. No. The the spicy handed has had better... (laughs) Genuinely, my dice pulls are not bad. Like, 42 is a not insignificant number. I have rolled poorly this session. Okay. Yeah. To something of your surprise, Sergeant Tosh manages to get up and put her hands around the detonator. So, uh, Gideon, give me a roll, please. All right, so... And uh, you say it's difficult, so you're at a negative 10, but you are okay. effectively short-range. I'm at short-range. Short positive 10. Uh, and I took a full aim action, so that's plus 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any other modifiers? Nice. Or is that it? I think that's pretty much it, which is... And he's okay. a devastator, so plus everything. <laughs> uh, I think this is right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I needed to get under an 82, and I got a 4. So that is 7 degrees of success. 
Okay, yeah. Um, that head is now missed. I think, for argument's sake, uh, yes. Um, that is pretty much what happens. Uh, just as uh, Tosh manages to get her hands... <laughs> Uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, Reb just put in the chat, I need to now avoid doing anything for the rest of the game. Thankfully, that only basically means um, another 25 minutes. Just right. make amazing speeches, man. Stick to what you're really good at. Just Optimus Prime that shit, 100%. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Ford's body drops to the ground with Tosh basically frantically keeping her hands around the detonator and um, now Lieutenant Ford's lifeless hand and um, uh, well, since she's not trying to dodge I will then put my hand around her hand <laughs> like both of them I will encompass her hand with both my hands and say Brother Avalon I need your assistance immediately I'm going to stop hurting PDA soldiers and go in and see what assistance is required urgently. I think we need to take a look at these barrels and see if we can find a way to disable this uh, whatever explosive device is set up here. We are in a position. Stick my head around the door and take one look at that scene and sort of say to Gladius, what 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 are you doing? Not exploding. I feel I'm doing a very good job. <laughs> oh. With not a single smile on his face, just completely deadpan. <laughs> I'm gonna pipe in now over Vox Link. Come in big boring blue. I need an update. What's going on? Um I'm gonna did there I was a complicated look on Gladius's face at that. Yeah, Go on, Sim, you were talking. Sim? Yes. Go on, you were talking, mate. Sorry, I talked over you. I was being funny, but you were funnier, so let's just pretend what you said was the thing that got said. Yeah, fair enough. Like, Gladius is just... has a very complicated series of looks on his face. Um... And then overcomes, says, that is an improper way of speaking to a battle brother. <laughs> a cultist has attempted to detonate the barracks. Brother Gedeon managed to kill said cultist. I am currently holding the detonator. And I'm going to look down at, um, what was her name, Stroganoff? Tosh. Gosh, whatever. Um, insignificant <laughs> well, human form. That's um, the point. Right now, thanks to you, she's not strong enough. I, I'm, I'm going to look at her and say, you have done very well, and you should be proud of what you've done. Please do not let go. Even though I'm holding my hands over hers. <sighs> well, um... I definitely didn't see this day turning out like this when I woke up this morning. Um... Uh, and she sort of looks up at you, uh, although she can't perhaps make direct eye contact because your helmet is on, and she says, I guess, um, I guess, uh, 
Some of Wilders aren't all that bad. Thank, thanks, thanks, my lord. Um, what do we do now? I train my pistol on Sergeant Tosh and say, you explain what's going on here. Uh, look, um, look, you've met that idiot Garth, all right? He talks a big game, but everyone knows that he got bumped down here after he couldn't cut it in the guard. So, second platoon and I, we were getting some stuff together, and we were gonna out, we were gonna go out, cause Milton wasn't about to do any bloody thing either. And um, we were uh, we we did some stuff together, and we were gonna take the fight to the rebels, because the North, because the Milton and the Cliffies. The Cliffies left Milton here in charge. She wasn't going to do anything, and they were just going to hide out up on the cliffs. And Garth, I wouldn't trust him to lead anybody anywhere. So, we've been here all our lives. We've fought hard in the streets. Me and the, t me and the team of, of what became Second Platoon. And we were going to make this about Lord's Home, what it should be. Which is Lord's Home sorting this shit out. People from Lord's Home resolving this. That's all we were going to do. And considering things seem to be kind of up the shit up here, with your Lord's permission, we want to move out and do what we were going to do. I fail to see how exactly detonating the barracks and storerooms would accomplish anything we didn't know anything about this we she was infected was just... gedeon gedeon looks to gladius and Ford then down just, at the, the body just helping us get some gear together i didn't know anything about any prometheum or any bloody detonator this is what they do they infiltrate everywhere can i make a scrutiny roll it's not very good but uh i'd like to make one anyway uh, okay, absolutely, you certainly can. Uh, what are you trying to scrutinize? Just whether or not she's telling the truth about not knowing anything about the uh, the explosives. Okay. Uh, now... I don't have it trained, it's just basic, so it's at half my perception. Do we round up or down? You round that? down, but okay. that said, unless I copied things wrong... Uh, assist the people. I do get a. I do get a plus three. It is. Oh, pardon me. I had it down as an advanced skill, but it is not. It is a basic. Um. So oh, hey, lot. Rob. I just had a thought. Mm -hmm. Is this something to do with Tyranids? Um, Are people remembering um, their plus ten rolls because of our uh, tactical doctrine? I think in this case, well, uh. Technical doctrine, I believe. Oh, yeah, your oath of knowledge. Yeah, boy. Now, unless I miss my guess, that basically applies to weapon skill. Oh, I could be wrong. Um, where the hell are the bloody oaths when we need them? Oh, bloody oath! I need to find the bloody oaths. Uh, I just always remember. Like I, I remember those. Like, oh yeah, we saw that thing. It makes us better at fighting alien. It does, and I. I'm not sure whether it's all rolls or whether it just applies to weapon skill and ballistic skill, preparation, execution. All right. 
Rob, check the mission? index. Oath taking. Mission Might be under mission. Well, whack, nearly dropped me book. 228 is all the way back here. Here we go. Uh, those who take the oath of knowledge can endeavor to learn all they can about their foes. Kill team which takes this oath may choose a single kind of foe. I chose Tyranids. For the duration of the mission, uh, okay, yeah, it's just ballistic and weapon skills. Okay. That's so a shame. I will say, or oh, of course, in that case, no, it does not apply. That said, um, I would consider this, and this is not a challenging, this would be an ordinary scrutiny test. So, uh, make it with plus 10. Okay. So, uh, by the way, Kill Team, if you're listening and you're hearing all this talk about untrained skills, this might these might be places where you might want to invest your experience points if you're not sure. No, I okay. have no idea. Ooh. I have no idea. I feel like he's taking jabs at me now. <laughs> Five degrees of failure. Okay. Um, I'm glad it's not just me. Okay. You, being unfamiliar with the ways of the Humans. unuplifted, aside from your chapter's serfs and the serfs who serve, uh, who serve aboard uh, Watch Fortress Herioch, uh, you have no way of telling whether she's bullshitting you or not. I think at this point I would just yeah, she seems, uh, she seems defer first. to mm. the team leader at this point and look up at Gladius and say, brother... Gladius will just take a second, and it's quite clear that he's thinking, um, and then say, all problems, all personal issues at this point are nothing. The enemy you face do not care about what you have decided amongst your friends. They do not care about loyalty or honor. These things will destroy this world. At this point, I do not care if you hate your commanders. I do not care if you love your friends more than you love your squad mates. We are all servants of the Emperor, and we all serve, and we will save this world together. And when this world is safe, you may have your petty squabbles. Do you understand? She sort of looks up at you and says, What the heck are you talking about? This is nothing but what you uppies can, would consider a petty squabble. It's the people of Lord's Home being sick and tired of being ground under by people who live up on cliffs and getting nothing for it. Does Gla uh, Gladius still have any of the heads left? The yes. Tyranid heads? He certainly yeah. does. Listen to me. These situations will mean nothing. The enemies which we face will slowly devour this world, noble and lowborn alike. You are flesh, you are meat, you are nutrition. All are equal in the eyes of the great devourer. This is unimportant. You can help and you can save the world unless you choose to be selfish. Do you turn away from the Emperor, or will you stand with us, put aside these worries, and save your world so that you can deal with the nobles? 
All right, then. Would you, um, would you like me to make a fellowship roll? I actually gain a bonus on this, being an ultramarine. You do indeed. Okay, so... Charm command. You, yeah, you right at the moment, you're trying to straight-up persuade. So I would... Uh, now, does charm pretty much mean that you are explicitly that you are being nice and agreeable and what have you, or does it just count toward any general ciphers? If, if it helps, I have the XP to buy up the first level of training in Charmed. I get it for super cheap as an ultramarine. Um, yeah, I tell you what, blow your XP on that. So um, right, I'm yeah. going to buy, yeah, buy basic in Charm. Do you have any points in command? Uh, I do believe I do, because I'm an ultramarine. And technically, you know, this is a um, a member of the PDF, so she does know command structure. Uh, all right, search. Yeah, if you, if you don't have command, I, I feel like would command say, would be more useful. It, sounds, it does sound more like um, uh, sexual assault. I don't know um, if I get that as cheap. Though. I think in this case... Uh, as it's command is pretty much more directly the process of giving orders. So in this case, I think it is, even if it's a blunt form of charm, I would still go, you're basically trying to, you're trying to change her mind on something important rather than just making sure the orders get followed in a, a timely, efficient and effective manner. Um, um, so I'm uh, since I'm being um, Big Blue Optimus right now. Mm -hmm. Do I get my demeanor of taciturn on this? You know, I'm since I'm dropping some big old fucking truth bombs. I am almost getting to the point where I think you ought to be changing your demeanor to something a little bit more talkative. The way you're going, um, because yeah, you it's looking be, that way, isn't it? Yeah, because really, if you're um, uh, if you're taciturn, if you're defying your demeanor, there has to be. I think, you know, it needs to be built up. There has to be that struggle that you overcome there, whereas really at the moment... Yeah. Um, God, I'd almost be tempted to say you would either... You'd be going for either scornful or proud at this point. Yeah, proud makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, I can't get command. I don't have... Actually, charm is even too expensive for me right now. Oh, so I'm just shit. rolling untrained. Okay. Ultramarines do have access to both charm and command. Oh, sure, but it costs 400 not 250 I've got 350 Like, I need 50 more. <laughs> um, did we... Did I... Hang on a second. Da -da -da, Gladius. Um, XP log. PDF base. That's battle. the point. You didn't give us XP from the last session. Hmm? We didn't get XP for last session yet. Uh, check your XP log. Oh, for last session, actually. Okay, good point. Uh... Cheese weasel, that XP, bruv. <laughs> not va not vase encounter, base encounter, thank you. So, we went for about... Okay, let's make that around 200. Alright, everyone note down 200 XP, or if... Or actually, I'll just go through and do it. So, yeah, you now have 575 experience. Yeah, I might buy a point of command, actually. Okay. <laughs> Right, so that's that is basic command. So I'm now trained in it. What difference does that make? Okay, so if you are trained in command, where is your characteristics list? We mark we change untrained to trained. It means you are rolling forty-one. And again, because this is 
Um, this isn't, I would say this is ordinary. So you're rolling under 51 here. Oh my God. Two degrees of failure. Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Do um, I get do I get to re-roll that because of demeanor tweaks or what? Uh, like, yes, I will say if we are going for proud cheap. here, I will. Yeah, will say that you have, especially with that bloody speech. Nice work. Give us a re-roll. Cool. <laughs> bloody hell! Uh, for those of you listening at home, oh my god, god. stop rolling, dude. Which is basically the, you know, the almost worst result you can get on a 100-sided die. Um, gee, okay. Um, I feel clearly. like this one needs to be labeled like a friend's the one where <laughs> the dice hated Gladius. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Um, all right. Clearly, I'm too fucking alien for her. Like... I'm talking some next level shit. Her entire life is under hive dealing with, you know, fucking nobles shitting on her constantly. I clearly do not understand because I am this alien creature yeah. that is superhuman and has never suffered like this. Exactly. Even though, you know, we know that's not necessarily the case, but unfortunately in this case, that's the way you, you pretty much come off in a, in a way you are, you might be the ultimate warrior, but in that sense, you are the you know the no, the ultimate noble of noble, and again, one of these people who just um, whether they're living on a cliff or above the top of the gravity well, basically all the time that they have for for the people of Lord's Home is whether or not they do you know whether or not they serve uh, regardless of consequence, and um, she just sort of. Uh, looks at you for a second with it's like whatever the energy that that anger that was in her briefly when she was basically talking about what was going on it it just sort of it it gets it gets tamped down and um she just sort of says yes sir uh, uh, you know for for an instance you had her respect when she did actually said thank you my lord and she just sort of says in that same tone that she had before when she was talking to Garth. Yes, my lord. Absolutely, my lord. Whatever whatever, whatever my lord wishes, my lord. Uh, I Gideon at this point would walk up and grab the sack of uh, Gene Steeler heads off of Gladys's belt and just drop them at uh, her feet and be like, this is greater than your petty squabbles. Great. Dude, that tactic did not work last time. <laughs> well, uh, well the, admittedly, last time you were dealing with someone who was already infected. Now you're not. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, unfortunately, at this point, uh, Tosh is already lost, and she sort of looks at them and says, uh, looks at them you know, has that instinctive knee-jerk reaction that citizens of the Imperium have because they have been taught all their lives to, you know, fear the, you know, fear the different and hate the Xenos. Um, and she just sort of looks at them, flinches away with disgust, and then just sort of looks up at you from, between, uh, from underneath her eyebrows. 
more cliffies. They're a problem for cliffies to sort out themselves. Now, you're going to take this detonator away or what? Brother Avalon, could you perhaps disengage these explosives? Yeah, but I'm also thinking we've got some of those Medusas out there. You cannot fire cannons of Prometheus, cans of Prometheus from a siege weapon, Brother Avalon. No. You should but not. Can pack <coughs> one of those Medusas full of Prometheum and drive it towards the enemy and then remote detonate it. My hands are literally tied. <laughs> yeah. So right Do what the you moment, must. The problem is just basically making sure that the, uh, the detonator does not... Tri regardless of what happens with the barrels of Prometheum in the future, what happens with them right now with that detonator. But for argument's sake, as we are closing down the session, I will say it will be a fairly... Um, rather than, you know... Uh, Pretty much right at the moment, you need to make sure that it doesn't go off. So if you want, regardless of whether you actually completely disable the detonator or just manage to um, duct tape Turn it and the... put it somewhere that the trigger doesn't go off, yeah, you manage to, for argument's sake, there's plenty of time now and you manage to disable it. Yeah, tape, tape it down or, or disconnect the transmitter or some such that we can... Really just take all the detonators yet. off the cans, like, and then we can just let go of it and it'll do nothing, you know. But what if we've missed a can? That's silly. Why don't we sure. stop it transmitting? <laughs> uh, I'm not the engine. I'm not the tech fucking engines here, okay? Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll stop the, the single point of failure. Let's, let's, let's stop it at that point rather than risk uh, them having stashed a can somewhere special, hmm. like in my new tank. <laughs> I mean, in the Trimera. Mm. All right. Do you want me to roll that? You gonna make me roll that? Um, at this stage, uh, nah, no worries. We'll we'll basically we'll basically go with it at the moment. We'll figure you have enough time to sort it out. Um, awesome. Huh, all right then. Well, to sort of bring things to a close at the moment, um, you escort Sergeant Tosh out of the barracks. And uh, right at that moment, uh, as you do so, uh, the rest of the PDF who were in the barracks managed to get out. And uh, uh, you notice that uh, uh, Melton and Garth have arrived, and Garth in particular, <coughs> uh, you can see that there are effectively a couple of platoons worth of PDF gathered around now. And Garth seems to be paying particular attention to the ones who were in that barracks at the time. And um, uh, also... Uh, Melton sort of walk, walks over, sees that you effectively have Sergeant Tosh uh, in custody, and uh, she sort of pales and says, uh, uh, "And says what happened, my lords? What happened here? Why have you got Sergeant Tosh in, in custody?" I don't think we were holding her in custody, dude. Uh, okay, I, no, I think like we we took the Sorry. detonator off her and then just left her to it. Yeah. Like I wasn't kidding when I said like literally all of these petty squabbles are nothing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay. Like, well, to be um, fair, I do have a, I do have an answer to what what's going on. Yeah, oh, good I point. can answer that. Oh, I tell you what. In that case, basically, Gar as soon as Tosh marches out, Garth marches over and uh, uh, grabs Tosh and says, uh, "And says, right, 
Right, that's it. I heard everything. My lords, put this one in the brig, right now. She doesn't deserve to wear this damn uniform. You heard everything, and yet you still choose petty squabbles over the safety of this planet. I can't I'm just going to look at him like it's dead-faced. I'm not asking you to trust her. I'm asking you to trust the Emperor. That seems to... Oh, I heard of a beat. Was someone rolling anything? Oh, no. Oh, I can see that. Okay. No, I let go. Oh, excuse me a second. My phone is actually ringing. Can you uh, be with me for a moment, please? Sorry. Ah. Now, that'll be the beeping, buddy. Yeah, too bad Optimus Prime is not a demeanor. We'd get the full benefit of that one. You could turn into a... Trying to find where they are in the book. Got like uh, psychic powers. Hey, while you're in the 32. book, what's the difference between scrutiny and search? I guess scrutiny is like empathy. Uh, it's about reading people. Why would you want to do that? To know whether or not they're lying, mostly. What their intentions are, that kind of thing. Cool. Alright, folks, looks looks like it was family on the line. Um, unfortunately, I missed the call. Uh, Alright. In that case, we've pretty much gone... Uh, I think we're pretty much call time there, and then reconvene next time where uh, uh, when you folks decide uh, where to proceed to next. But consider yourselves as having... Uh, Three support units of PDF at your disposal. Ooh. Cool. Yes. So we got two weeks to work out tactics. Are we going to bring leave any of them behind? Because this is a good fallback point. No worries. Um, at that point, the division of troopers that you saved earlier on when you arrived at the chapel uh, does turn up. So in terms of leaving people behind and reinforcing the base, that is now considered covered. And you also potentially uh, have Captain Oscoat and or uh, his true identity as a Calidus assassin potentially at your disposal if you have anything in mind there. Didn't we... Like, oh, so he's brought down the guys from the chapel. Because, okay. yeah... Yeah, it seems like such a long time ago now. It's just, but uh, they lived before us, and we went, what's over there in that there warehouse? Yeah, but they've got to move like 300 people, Sam. There's only four of us. And we can walk through walls. Mm. We are wearing enormous armor, though. and that, Which makes that you enormous silver-powered armor suits. We've been through two friggin' whole combats since we left them leave in front of us. Your space marines, um, for crying out loud, are we worrying that much about um, realism? No, Mathias no. has a spaceship strapped to his back. Flip of you boys being is, is, is where I'm at right now. Just, it's nice. You turn up, have some spoils, re requip. Yep. Actually, they're What spoils? They've got no supply. Yeah, they did in the chapel, didn't they? Well, apparently no. Ford has been moving the supplies somewhere. So they're probably there are supplies, yeah. but not exactly. Uh, she was, yeah. Um, you guys, let's say, discover uh, in a quick check of the base, there are a couple of garbage points near one of the exits uh, to the PDF base, uh, which, from the looks of things, Tosh and her platoon were going to. Oh, hang on one second. Sorry about this. Hello, Jody. <laughs> 
I've I've uh, I've put the on my XP log. I've put this session down as boom, boom, shake, shake the room. That's <laughs> better than bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the... No, I've had enough. I had I that song still, literally stuck in my head for two weeks. I still rate Will Smith above that. I genuinely had that in my head two weeks after doing it last session. I have never heard that song, so I have been blissfully unaware. Really? You've never heard Bodies? Nope. I have taste in music, right? It. Shut up. You are so <laughs> I mean. Don't, I don't really listen to anything that isn't like pop punk or 90s nerd rock. This is like metal. 90s metal. Completely label fabricated, though, to be fair. Like, this is the music of my adolescence, mate. This is culturally my music. Right. (laughs) To the Codex, man, to the Codex. Uh, Quick, find a Codex quote that's relevant to bodies hit the floor. I thought we were doing boom, boom, shake the room. I don't know if there's any codex entries relevant to explosions. Hold on, let me see if I can find something clever. Tick, 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 boom. It's got to be stuff about flames and Prometheus, though. Or terrible, terrible luck on dice rolling. Quiet, you. <laughs> dig it in just that much more. I'm just feeling... So we're going to know... We're going to know a shit ton about that warehouse because I have spent literally an entire set sitting on a crate outside it on a roof <laughs> somewhere. True. That's true, and I feel bad, man. I'm sorry. No, that is fine. <laughs> oh, I, I found something, guys. I found something relevant. Hold on, let me do that. <clears throat> Victory does not always rest with the big guns, but if we rest in front of them, we shall be lost. Yeah. Commander Commander Argentius of the Silver Skulls chapter. That's the closest thing I could find to sitting near explosives. I heard, I just came back and heard someone saying something about sitting near explosives. Yeah, but don't sit in front of the guns. It's basically what that codex entry was. (laughs) Uh, Show me a fortress and I'll show you a ruin. The quote, right? Am I right? (laughs) How about oh. some Marnius Calgar? Let's do about some ultramarine shit. Uh, <laughs> All right, folks. Well, look, no. Before we plan <laughs> any further, I think I might wrap things up there. So, um, once again, look. Uh, I'm sorry I missed out on all that epic chattage that was going on, but I'll I'll catch it when I'm doing the editing. Um, all right, folks. Thank you all very much for coming along. Uh, so, yeah, what players, tell me, what did you reckon of the session just gone? And, as usual, where can people find you online? Uh, we'll start with... Let's do something a little bit different. Um, Gideon, Ketch. Uh, uh, yeah, you can find me online at Twitter. Well, you can find me there. I may not say anything, but um, at 5starDad, it's F-I-V-E, star dad. Um. Yeah, this was a, a interesting session. Tense, some entertaining uh, die rolls. God damn it! Uh, you guys are never <laughs> going to let me forget that. No, I like. I'm, I'm honestly of the opinion that uh, failure is at least can be as exciting as success. I I I like a session where 
we have entertaining failure. I think that's just as good. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed. I mean, I can say that I rolled a four on my shot, so I, <laughs> maybe that's not fair of me to say. But I, I still thought it was uh, yeah interesting. This uh, high tension, uh, low combat session was fun. Fantastic. Glad to hear it. It's. Uh, I was a little bit worried about this one going in, but um, I am glad it uh, uh, that you enjoyed it. So um, uh, let's go from Canada to Canada, uh, Scott. Uh, especially after you sort of uh, dashed off uh, and weren't really involved in this one. How how did you find it as um as something of a spectator? Two things. I tend to enjoy combat more. So this was fun to be a spectator of and just kind of see how everyone else is doing it uh-huh. so that I can kind of see how I can just basically find my feet with it. So it was a lot of fun. But yeah. two, when it comes time to assault that warehouse, I better know like way more than your average bear about it because I was sat out there for a good while. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me at uh, listen.podcastbay.net. Okay. Uh, All right. To um, the UK, Sim, how did you go this session? Still having the Skittles problem. Um, (laughs) Go on. Stay classy. That is the episode title, The Skittles Problem. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I like that. My I favor diceless or low dice roll games mm. um, as a preference as a player. So the fact I didn't roll anything that session was really cool. I like that. Um, and I like the storytelling aspect of, I mean, other people's bad dice rolling. Um, <laughs> to, to extend on that, it's, it's, sometimes failure can be as fun as success. But I, I'd actually argue on top of that, that failure makes for better storytelling. Mm, absolutely. Yes, so yes. I'm, I'm a really big fan of, of completely screwing something up as a player character and then having to work through how do I get myself out of this situation. Am I the only lo- one not willing to look at the bright side here? Everyone else is like, oh, sucks. But because of bad dice rolling, Gladius did not get to blow someone's elbow clean off. <laughs> there's no coming back from that there's no that bright side of, it would have been badass man it would have been so badass these people would be worshipping us as not gods because that's heresy but you know what I mean Yeah, angels. if we're pulling off half the crap we're trying to pull off it, 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 it yeah this, <laughs> oh. anyway you can find me on twitter I am there um, probably too much um, and my handle is painty sim because I paint little plastic soldiers and resin soldiers. I'm pretty bipartisan um, of all different sizes and creeds and shapes, although less lately. Um, I'm hoping to have some news about why that is shortly. Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to pass over to my other fellow called Londoner Reb. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) um, I agree. Uh, failure leads to good story. Um, I would also point out that actually having a series of incredibly bad roles is not the most fun thing in the world. Um, 
I come from quite a bit of non, you know, Dyson's role play. Um, and actually it's probably one of the best things about Dyson's role play for me. Um, yeah, you know, like it's pushed the story, it's pushed the story forward, which is always good. Um, it's a bit gutting. I didn't get off my good Optimus prime speech. Um, (laughs) Obviously, we now need to relook at the character sheet because I think during play, he's changed quite a bit from like the original, the original thoughts on the character. I think you're right. I think maybe Taciturn wasn't quite what was needed for the group. Mm. Now, I'm not going to say that it was a wrong choice to make for the character, but I think for the purposes of the podcast, maybe a poor choice. Yeah. Um, some- if we weren't providing content for people to be listening to, I'd be talking a lot less. <laughs> I just, no one can you know? make a speech like you, man. I can't do it, so it's got to be you. That's fair. Like, I'm going to have a look at, I might have a poke through the other books and see if there's any demeanors, like suggested demeanors that are a bit more suitable. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that's me. Um, I am Rebel Wolf. I am the Lord of Wynn. You can find me on my blog at Fort Wynn, F-O-R-T-W-Y-N-N, where I make posts about games I'm designing, uh, props that I'm making, games that I'm getting involved in, like Gaslands at the moment. Um, my lovely fiance, uh, the Maid of Wynn, is also on that blog. And uh, yeah, come find me. I dare you. I'll fight you. IRL. <laughs> well, on that violent note, I will grab the microphone for a second, let everyone know that I am GM Radio Rob on Twitter. If you want to follow Only In Death also on Twitter, uh, you can catch us at Only In Death Pod. I am not quite as thorough on the Twitters as our sim is, but I am trying to keep up and I'm sure I'm going to have to add those tweets about uh, the Chimera name to the buffer. Um, Please, in the meantime, uh, give us a uh, give us a review on iTunes. Uh, review us honestly. Review us faithfully. If you do happen to give us a five star review, though, I will read it out here. So there is a little bit of bribery there. Uh, we would also, at around this time, be welcoming new serfs of the Watch Fortress via Patreon. And I'm pretty sure, right at the moment, we don't have any just yet. If there are, there might be a sudden bit of editing right here as I do read them out. We also ask that you check out. Uh, on the web, onlyindeath.com and also www.patreon.com forward slash onlyindeath. Uh, back us for the uh, the ability to listen live to these wonderful shows on our Discord server. And not only that, if you back us, you will get the debriefing, our fortnightly patron-only show, uh, recording in the off weeks between our sessions where we get to rabbit a little on a little bit more about how the game is going, about all kinds of RPG and non-RP- non-RPG-related geek matter. Just a chance to get to know us a little better. We may even answer some questions from our patrons. At higher levels, you might even be able to listen to the debriefing live and even possibly join in our chat for the debriefing on our Discord server. On that note, folks, I think I've rattled on for as long as need to. So, until next episode, stay safe. Stay, stay, stay safe? Did I say that right? Stay safe. Stay strong and may the Emperor's grace be upon you.
Our theme music is created by Michael Taylor of the band Shades of Sorrow. For more fantastic metal, go to shadesofsorrow.ca. And if you'd like Michael to create custom music for you, email him at shadesofsorrow1 at yahoo.com.